Dads and ladies, welcome to the Junior Classics. Hi there, I'm Sir Bradley Hassey, a teller of borrowed tales. Join me as I share stories of courage, adventure, and wonder. But don't take my word for it. You can find out for yourself on today's Junior Classic. Greetings, Junior Scholars. I am Sir Bradley Hassey, guardian of the written word and your guide through the Junior Classics. Our mission is to safeguard the classics and inspire children to a love of good reading and a real and lasting interest in Western literature and history. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. And a very special thank you to my loyal listeners who tune in each and every episode, and especially my Patreon supporters who help keep the show going and growing. If you like what we are doing, creating stories for the good of your kids, consider supporting me on Patreon for five bucks a month. The best way to help the show, however, is to tell a friend and ask them to listen. If you want to reach me, send me a letter to P.O. Box 1153 Crown Point, Indiana 46308. Any listener who sends in an art project based on a story will in return receive some junior classic bookmarks. Today, we begin our final series of Season 2, Tales from Around the World with Aesop's Fables. But before we get to the story... Lost and found words! Listen carefully to these words and their meanings and try and spot them during the story. Our first word today is constitution with a C. A constitution is a system of laws and rules a government follows. Our second word today is Jove. That's capital J, Jove. This is another name for Jupiter, the god of sky and thunder, and king of the gods in ancient Roman religion and mythology. Our third word today is quench, with a Q, quench. This means to satisfy one's thirst by drinking. You've probably heard the phrase, quench your thirst. Next, we have the word procure, which we've had quite a few times now, but it's always good to review. Procure with a P. This means to obtain or get something, especially with care or effort. You could also say acquire, secure, or find. And finally, we have the word espy which we've also had before. But a spy means to catch sight of, or to notice, observe, or detect. That's all for today's Lost and Found Words. Now on to the show. Frogs were living as happy as could be in a marshy swamp that just suited them. They went splashing about caring for nobody, and nobody troubling with them. But some of them thought that this was not right, that they should have a king and a proper constitution. So they determined to send up a petition to Jove to give them what they wanted. Mighty Jove, send us a king that will rule over us and keep us in order. 
Jove laughed at their croaking and threw down into the swamp a huge log, which came down, splash into the swamp. The frogs were frightened out of their lives by the commotion made in their midst, and all rushed to the bank to look at the horrible monster. But after a time, seeing that it did not move, one or two of the boldest of them ventured out toward the log, and even dared to touch it. Still, it did not move. Then the greatest hero of the frogs jumped upon the log and commenced dancing up and down upon it. Thereupon, all the frogs came and did the same. And for some time, the frogs went about their business every day without taking the slightest notice of the new king log lying in their midst. But this did not suit them. So they sent another petition to Joe and said to him, We want a real king. One that will really rule over us. Now this made Jove angry. So he sent among them a big stork that soon set to work gobbling them all up. Then the frogs repented when too late. And the lesson is, better no rule than cruel rule. Father, said a little frog to the big one sitting by the side of a pool, I have seen such a terrible monster. It was as big as a mountain with horns on its head and a long tail, and it had hooves divided in two. Dosh, child, dosh. That was only Farmer White's ox. It isn't so big either. He may be a little bit taller than I. But I could easily make myself quite as broad, just you see. So he blew himself out, and blew himself out, and blew himself out. Was he as big as that? Oh, much bigger than that, said the young frog. Again, the old one blew himself out, and asked the young one if the ox was as big as that. Bigger, father, bigger! was the reply. So the frog took a deep breath and blew and blew and blew and swelled and swelled and swelled. And then he said, I'm sure the ox is not as big as... But at this moment, he burst. And the lesson is, self-conceit may lead to self-destruction. A crow, half dead with thirst, came upon a pitcher which had once been full of water. But when the crow put its beak into the mouth of that pitcher, he found that only very little water was left in it, and that he could not reach far enough down to get at it. He tried and he tried, but at last had to give up in despair. Then a thought came to him. He took a pebble and dropped it into the pitcher. Then he took another pebble and dropped that into the pitcher. Then he took another pebble. 
At last, at last, he saw the water mount up near him, and after casting in a few more pebbles, he was able to quench his thirst and save his life. And the lesson is, little by little does the trick. Long ago, the mice held a general council to consider what measures they could take to outwit their common enemy, the cat. Some said this, and some said that. But at last, a young mouse got up and said he had a proposal to make, which he thought would meet the case. You all will agree, said he, that our chief danger consists in the sly and treacherous manner in which the enemy approaches us. Now, if we could receive some signal of her approach, we could easily escape from her. I venture, therefore, to propose that a small bell be procured and attached by a ribbon round the neck of the cat. By this means, we should always know when she was about and could easily retire when she was in the neighborhood. This proposal met with general applause until an old mouse got up and said, That is all very well, but who is to bell the cat? The mice looked at one another and nobody spoke. Then the old mouse said, It is easy to propose impossible remedies. was once strutting up and down the farmyard among the hens when suddenly he espied something shiny in the straw. Ho, ho, that's for me, quoth he, and soon rooted it out from beneath the straw. What did it turn out to be but a pearl that by some chance had been lost in the yard? You may be a treasure, but as for me, I would rather have a single barley corn than a peck of pearls. And the lesson is, precious things are for those that can prize them. The end. That's all the fables for this show. These are some important lessons to ponder. Until next time, I am Sir Bradley Hesse. Be brave, be loyal, and speak the truth. Now for you parents out there, I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit. We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten, so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. 
If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email to juniorclassicspodcast at gmail.com. You're listening to the Junior Classics. And now, a beautiful piece from our friends at Fantasy and World Music. <laughs> 